If people ask you if you want to go do something in life, just say, why wouldn't a guy? Or why wouldn't a girl? Hey, this is Colby Armstrong, and you're listening to the Monday Nooner. If you didn't get skating lessons in Saskatchewan from my mom, Rosie, then you suck at skating. Hey, everybody, this is Tyson Nash. This is the Monday Nooner. Listen in, everybody. Brad Watson here, veteran of 1,393 NHL games, 120 Highway Hockey League games, and 45 39C Hockey League games. You're listening to the Monday Nooner. This is Darren Kimball from Lucky Lake, Saskatchewan. I'm on the Monday Nooner, and I do not remember my co-op number. Welcome to all the degenerates and pigeons tuned in. Welcome to twirl number 100, the Monday Nooner podcast. The pod is always brought to you by our two title sponsors in Rosetown, Saskatchewan. That would be Mainline Chrysler. They've got a nice promotion going on right there. We'll tell you about a little bit later on in the show. And Mainline GM, both the original king of trucks, both worth the drive. Every time guaranteed, Rosetown, Sask, next vehicle purchase. Tell them the Monday Nooner sent you. Fellas, twirl 100. We made it. I'm still hung over from the senior game that we did the other night. Uh, yeah, so hung a little bit, but ready to go. If you would have told me that we would do this for a hundred episodes to use a line from our friend Sean Kindop, um, yeah. yeah. You know what? It seems like it's been going on longer than it has also. When I Agreed. thought about it today. Because it becomes a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Shane, when did you join? Twirl 12? Yeah, I was gonna say 13. So right in there. Yeah, 12, 13, somewhere come in. So I've been I've been kicking around for 80 some twirls. Yeah, it's been good. Got a guy coming on here in a little well, we'll get to our come up, but a guy coming on this episode that comes on every 50. So look forward to uh, getting him on again and then probably again for twirl 150 of the pod. We last show recap. Who's the, uh, sorry, I don't have the sponsor list in front of me. Global Agrisk Solutions. That's right. It's uh, crop insurance like no other. Like done. I was going to say done differently. Same thing. Semantics. You're going to need them. You're going to need them if you got winter wheat. A lot of snow. <laughs> Global Agrisk Solutions. So we had uh, in the last twirl, which was 98. And then the senior show is 99. Lauren Fry came on and uh, I had some good comments just about, you know, how it was a change of pace, different. And people had no idea. He's like, he has seen some guys go through when they were like, not in diapers, but you know, when they were kids, I'm like, Oh yeah, the man, the man has some sort of eye. That's not just fluky. Yeah, no, he he's developed uh, he's developed a lot of a lot of players, and uh, yeah, it, it was a great interview. I enjoyed having him on as well, and I've known Lauren since I was uh, what do they call it knee high to a grasshopper or something like that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the first saying you've gotten right in like two months. That's right. Yeah, so I done a, done a few Dalai Lama two steps with him back in the day, and uh, yeah, happy to have him on. Yeah, him and Bruce Hamilton running uh, rickshaw out there in Kelowna for quite a few decades. So. 
he was good. Yeah, he was fantastic and a uh, fun little episode there last week. And fellas, why don't we get into, uh, let's talk about this off the hop. The game that we did on Access on Sunday. Oh boy, we didn't really know what we were getting into with that uh, Access Now TV broadcast. By the way, they've got, uh, they don't just cover senior hockey. Well, they do the big six, but they also cover all the Regina Pats games. Uh, a lot of the Regina Pats games over now on Access Now TV. So we're checking them out. But fellas, uh, we had no idea. We had really no idea what we were in for. And I don't know how we did, quite honestly, but it was sure a lot of fun. I thought White Helmet guy played well. He did good. And, uh, you know, Black um, Tarp guy, he played really good too. And Sticker guy, he played he played real well. Uh, it is... Uh... Where's that read? Because they can download the app. You don't have to be an access customer to check it out. You can go on the app and what's the rub there? The the 48 hours to watch this thing. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how we did, to be honest with you. Like it was a lot of fun. It was a lot harder than I thought it would be because like the sorry, the play by play side, I think you guys did great. Brandon mm-hmm. had the stats going. Shane, you know, chimed in with, I think somebody said, I don't know how many, can we edit out any weapons like quotations? <laughs> um, I, you know what? I don't think it's even having no name bars, just not knowing the teams. Like by yeah. the third period, you know, you kind of got the gist of who the player is and whatnot. But early on, man, did we have some fun with some guys. I, <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, I have no idea what it's going to sound like. You know, and, and the guys from Access, Spencer, uh, our buddy Spence, who was kind of running the whole production. What a great production, by the way. Like, this is no fly-by-night senior hockey broadcast. This is replays after every whistle there in our ear. Okay, we got a replay of the save. But, like, he kept telling us we did an awesome job. <laughs> I just envisioned their 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 ride back to Regina that night. They're like, what in the hell was that? But I uh, think I think I like, our listeners would like it. I do think our listeners would enjoy uh, what we brought to the table. It's I like brand. I like your comment, Boz. Like I I thought about it. It would you could just see everyone sitting around in the morning, you know, sipping on coffee. Spencer walks in, pours a coffee, turns around, and just goes, "What the f was that?" And they all just burst out laughing. Like that's how no, I envisioned the round table at Access uh, Sports the next morning. Barney kind of mentioned it. Uh, so it is going to be airing this Sunday on Access. I think 7 p.m. right after the Pats broadcast is the plan. As long as they uh, decide, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to air it. But uh, it's also going to be available, like you said, on the app, the Access Now app. Access and I asked now, Spence, I said, access- do you need to have access? And he said, no, you'd, anybody can actually go watch it, which is pretty cool. And it's accessnowtvapp.ca. Uh, and you can follow them at uh, at Access Now Sports on Twitter as well. It'll, it'll be on there as well. Forty eight hours. It's up there for. By the way, yeah. I messaged uh, Spencer's, I guess, boss Tracy. He said, uh, "Sorry?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> and she was like, "No, it's great." And uh, I, I guess maybe she's saying that. But uh, I asked, "So where is this exactly uh, going to be? You know, viewed? Why well, just in Regina?" And she was like, provincially. 
So all Access TV customers can view it on Access Now, approximately 100 communities in Saskatchewan, over 50,000 customers, and then the app. So I got thinking about where all the Access communities are. I'm in Esteban right now. My hotel, they have Access. It's like North Battleford, Swift Current. Like, he, yeah, it was, yeah, I guess just to wrap up from what I think, it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a blast. It really was. And then I think the best part of, well, not, there's a lot of good parts. Um, first off, we do these interviews uh, in the first period and second period, and they're going to look awkward, but we kind of wanted them to look awkward and on brand. So we kind of <laughs> make fun of ourselves doing that, talking to uh, both go- starting goaltenders. And then what I really loved was both of you guys were like, we got to leave like right after. And so Boz left and Shane and I, we uh, we got to go like just like we were playing. We went back into the old dressing room in Lumsden, started crushing the uh, crushing the beers because our ride. We told our ride to come a little bit later, and um, it, before we knew it, we were like, "It's Sunday." Yeah, and we yeah, do. it was it was good to hang with the boys. I think they're very curious, like we are, and I have no idea what it's going to look like. One last thought for me, you, you got suited up. You didn't go sweatpants. So anybody watching same chain suited up. And I know that you've had that suit for a while because your, your suit jacket was social distancing one side to the other from doing up. So, you know, and it's funny, we got home the next day and mama actually said to me, she's like, you know, you're, uh, you're looking a little thick um, <laughs> and actually made me, this is a funny side story, but she made you me know. go down to, you know, that, you know, they have those like blood pressure cuffs at shoppers she's like you you got to go over there I'm like what she's like, no i'm serious you got to go i'm worried about your blood pressure so i go and get checked and it prints out this thing and i phone her i mean i don't know i'm like well it says 155 over 110 she's like oh my god you, you've got to go to the hospital I'm like what are you talking about she goes that is off the freaking charts so i phone my doctor he's got an appointment in like an hour i had a cancellation come on in i go in i am like thinking i'm gonna die and he checks me and I'm 122 over 80, which he said is perfect. And he says, yeah, do not use those machines at shoppers. He says, I thought bad. you were going to say it. She sends you to do this just by the look of you in your suit. Yeah. Like I'm just a fat mess, <laughs> she says, and like, go get this done. So I was like, doc, doc, I called the hockey game last night. My blood pressure's still up. It was yeah. intense. Yeah. I think I said, I told her, I said, I might be from guzzling a few brewskis and some uh, last mountain whiskey the night prior. So anyway, got that all straight out. Blood pressure is good, but I am on a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks access. Like I kind of mentioned, I don't, I don't know if any of you have their read in front of you, but like I kind of did mention, they do a lot of Regina Pats games around Regina. They cover senior hockey. They've got the app uh, access now sports. Check them out. And like yeah. I said, they were pros pros. They made it so easy for us that we almost couldn't screw up some things. And yeah, I was blown away how easy and they're not, they weren't the most talkative fellows, but nope. they were good. We're like, Hey, can you get that kid over there? Licking the glass with his Monday nooner toucan? <laughs> Boom. They got it. <laughs> yeah. Tune on the netting. He was a weapon. Uh, you know what? We'll share that out. We'll share out the link. You got 48 hours as of Sunday to watch it. So if you got the time, check it out. Uh, if you don't no worries, but thanks again to access. Uh, yeah, let's move along. Let's get into our, our come up this week for, uh, Foul supper, general well. General well servicing, always hiring. So I think anyway. Yeah, they say they still are. I guess the uh oil patches hopping fellas uh 
stocks, the oil stocks going through the roof right now. So Fowler's making lots of cash. He wants to hand it out to his workers. So get on down there and uh, yeah, get a job with him. Weapon. He had a great tweet. I, I think it's the same guy. I don't know if it was yesterday. Give me a sec here. Let me try and punch it up. About onions on rink burgers? <laughs> no. He did tweet about that, by the way. He thinks oh. that raw onions are better than grilled. Take a seat. Oh, take Get a seat. Chill. Well, this is, this is what it was. My Monday pitch. A rapid test, but for early detection of cancer. Do your thing, scientists. <laughs> I thought that was quite clever. That was good. Yeah. No. So if you, uh, anybody, you know, needing a gig, it's uh, hopping. Some money in the jeans. The boys are spending cash. New iron, I'm sure, everywhere. So thanks to everyone from General General Well Servicing. And come up, 100 episodes. Our first ever guest, if you just tuned in, like, in the last little bit here, we were so hacky and drunk. The first few episodes, it was Brandon and I and the late Shine Kindop. The late uh, great. He uh, gone, but we, never forgotten. We had Kelly Taylor. <laughs> Comedian, former uh, Regina Pat's uh, rookie camp standout. Maybe we'll get him to tell that story again. Um, and then senior hockey weapon, what, three Fort Carlton championships? Thanks I think two-time asking. MVP. Oh. Playoff MVP in the Fort Carlton League. And he played. We can get into this when we talk to him. Like, he played young. Like, I think right out of midget. Because he didn't make any junior teams. I want to make some cash and play on, at Beardies. Anyway, so Kelly Taylor's coming up, our first ever episode. And then our second ever guest on the Nooner was Colby Armstrong. And we reached out and Colby's like, absolutely. So he comes on for 20 minutes, tells an unbelievable story about his dad. And we kind of get into the spitting chicklets thing. If you don't know the spitting chicklets story, um, we, we kind of get into this, how they want Colby back on and then they'll come on our show. And then Shane actually poses a pretty good question. I won't give it away. So Colby Armstrong and it's yeah episode 100, a little bit of senior talk later. And that's it for general well servicing to come up. Hey, why don't we, why don't we keep chugging along into our shout out segment this week for Synergy AG local crop input retailer belter. Tell me something about Synergy AG but don't just name all the locations. It's going to put you to task here. They have a well, they got a great uh, <clears throat> corner rink sign out at Lumsden. Uh, there was lots of hits in the Synergy AG corner that night. I know that. Do they have a, for a location fact. there? Uh, you know, I'm not allowed to say, but yes, they do. Up on top of the hill, absolute weapons. Uh, what else can I tell you? Little uh, plant analytics. I'll tell you that. They know all about that stuff, and they got chemical and anything you need for the crop. They can take care of you. At all those locations throughout the province. Crop protection, crop nutrition, agronomy services, and agronomic solutions. There you go. A lot of big like words. Yeah. And they got nice trucks and great employees. I know that for a fact as well. They always wave. Always. You guys got any shout outs this week? Let's keep her high and tight. I do have one. I got a shout out. Gentleman that loves the program. Picked it up a little while ago. Named by, goes by the name of Joe Say. From out in the uh, Wilkie area. My old minor hockey coach. Tells me a story here. He messages me and tells me the story. He coached Brandon as a young kid. Great kid. Gentlemanly guy. You got to ask him about the Bantam tournament. Either Neilberg or Marsden. Classic nooner. 
where early in the first period, first game, some dumb ref gives him a phantom fighting major. Yeah. No clue where it was. Boz gets tossed for the entire tournament. Crocodile yeah. tears. Also, since he was 10 years tears. old. Yeah. He said, you just cried and cried and cried. We got thrown out of the tournament, right? And he said, since you've been 10 years old, he has this weird offensive move. Brandon, he comes in <laughs> high slot, comes to a complete stop with arms and stick extended. He would do the stationary 360 and rip a shot on net, sometimes score. I've played a lot of, I've played hockey with you and not this year, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that part isn't true. <laughs> Sounds but, like you uh, guzzled yeah. a few too many G dubs. Opening <laughs> game of the tournament. Like back then, you know, you get kicked out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> this guy that I was fighting allegedly literally just suckered me and started punching me. True story. And the ref says to me, well, you might as well drop your gloves. <laughs> so I dropped my gloves, never got any punches in, just got suckered and got kicked out for the whole tournament. Here's the best part of the story. I'm in the room. Like I just got punched in the head like 10 times. I'm 14 years old. I'm in the room, probably in tears mainly pissed off that I got kicked out. The guy comes into my dressing room and starts feeding me. My mom comes in and my mom's pretty calm. She's like, get the F out of here to this kid. Totally bizarre. Got kicked out of the tournament. We, I think we won the tournament though. I watched uh, from the stands, but yeah. Did she, was she smelling of uh, vodka and Kahlua on the breath? Maybe had a couple before the game. Caroline? I don't know. I think that was a one day tourney. So if it was an overnighter probably, but. One day she probably had to drive, but I still don't, I don't have any clue what that 360 move would be, but yeah, Joe's a weapon. He's the president of the Sask West senior league too. Does a lot for uh senior men's good guy. Good story. That was my only shout out. And then everyone had access. Thank you. You got any Shane? Well, I was just going to say Spencer and everybody like, like Barney just said at access. That was kind of my only shout out tonight. Cause uh, <clears throat> they made that seamless for us. We had no clue what we were getting into and uh, yeah couple of great weapons and, and even, even Valkaris and Lumsden, both teams there, Gubba and those guys getting all us that information and they were really into it. And it was a lot of fun hanging out with those guys and, and doing that. So big shout out to all of them. Jerry Tompkins. We got to meet him. <laughs> yeah. What a, solid, what a solid stick weapon. Get his tie on and he comes in and he was late for the interview. We were going to interview him. Yeah. And his Harry up. Potter glasses on. He was ready to go. Yeah. He, uh, <sighs> wealth of knowledge. I got one quick one. We'll move on after Joe says three minute segment there. Um, Donovan Mass, I think he might work for CTV actually, but he tweeted us. I'm like, this is a good point. I'll mention it in the shout outs. The Olympics should go back to when the winner of the Allen Cup represented Team Canada for the Olympics instead of these uh, these guys are sending this year. Wouldn't that be something? You get the <laughs> Rosetown Red Wings in the Olympics? We'd get Rosetown as far from winning and Allen wow. Cup once they got, but. Right now, yes. That was cool back in the day, but nowadays, if you sent those guys, they'd get murdered. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure they would. Like maybe, you know, yeah. But that was, uh, and when it, they're not even hanging an Allen Cup this year, are they? Again. I yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's it. Shout outs, Synergy AG, bunch of locations. Why wouldn't a guy? Or why wouldn't a girl? First interview. This guy's, uh, like we said, our first ever guest. Then he came on at 50. Now he's coming on as 100. And he's friends with Kent Bittner and MortgageForMyCoach.com fame, Axiom Mortgage, Bitsy, everybody that's uh, 
working a deal on a house, you need a mortgage broker. I see that on social media all the time. People are like, who's a good mortgage broker? It's like, well, I don't know. We get like thousands of people every week that listen to the show. Look up Kent Bittner, Mortgage from My Coach. Doesn't matter where you are, he can help you wherever. So mortgagefrommycoach.com. Here he is, two-time, possibly three-time Fort Carlton Hockey League champion and comedian from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Kelly Taylor. So uh, if we would have told you over a year ago, whatever, and we started this whole gong show pigeon fest thing that we we're going to be doing a hundred episodes, you came on, you had no idea what the hell was going on. And now we're at a hundred. We said, we got to get you back every 50, right? So you're back. Uh, you got to be surprised. Cause we're, you know, you must've been like, these guys are idiots. No, no. I'm, I was, I, I expect nothing less from you guys. You're very professional. You guys got the radio background, everything I knew you'd get it done. I'm, I think I was at 26 episodes, and since then, I think I've recorded three more on mine. So uh, I should have just I should have just aborted my ship and jumped on your guys's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last time we had you on episode 50, your internet was your internet's always been all over the place. So let's see how this one goes today. And then what was it the last time your kid was like in guitar lessons or something? <laughs> oh yeah, because he thought I was lying. He's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in your mom and dad's basement too, aren't you? The one go around. Yeah, I usually see. Yeah, and I, if um, if I wasn't working on the quad right now, I would have been uh, in my parents' basement right now too. But I I couldn't uh, run to my parents or no. Yeah, the internet's terrible at my house, and like the kids will all fight. Like one's on Fortnite, one's doing this. Like, hey man, I'm playing Fortnite. I'm glitching over here. Like only one person can be on the internet at once. It's like 1990 over here. It's unreal. So what? So what happened with the banjo lessons? Where do we stand with the banjo lessons? Oh, but you know where we're at. That's funny you ask. So you've been doing it the whole time, and they were like, "It's like almost." And we you can rent a banjo, and we said, "Well, enough's enough." Like we've probably bought this thing already. So we finally bought it. The next week, he's like, I've had enough of Badger of quitting. So if anyone at the Monday Dooter is looking for a Badger, I'm not for sale right now. Oh, that's in true COVID fashion. I just can't stop eating it. Just like this pod, the carburetor went and then it's like, oh, it's overheating too. We poured some antifreeze in there, radiators all gone, everything smashed. Oh, God. It was actually uh, Regina Pat's dad off there, uh, Tanner Howe's dad's over here. You guys are getting the Pat's games. You know how good Tanner Howe's been playing this. I watched him play last night, and he plays with Bedard. Um, Great skater. Oh, and a great shot, too. Eh? Like, if there's a kid that you would have said was going to make it out of PA, like, uh, the one rink would always have skating every day after school. You would see him and his boy and his brother there every day. And then if you left that rank, you just hear them taking because they lived beside the rank. They're the first house beside the rank. You'd hear them taking shots uh, against the plywood. And I was like, if there's any kid that's going to make it out of PA, it's uh, Tanner Howe. And there you go. Okay. So I got to get into the video you posted. I think it was a couple of weeks ago now where that goalie was doing the warm up <laughs> with the shoulders and everything. And then how everybody thought that was you. Yeah. So what's the story? And if anybody hasn't seen it, you got to go back to our socials and look or Kelly, Kelly Taylor's socials. What's the story behind that? 
And the funny thing is, we we brought it up yesterday. Holty was over, and we brought it up. And then I was like, I, I go, and my kids are just kind of listening back. And I go, I think actually he's from PA, and he's kind of got like a high pitched voice. And he's a teacher. And right away, both my kids are like, "It's Mister Whatchamacallit. So, yeah, no man, it wasn't me. And and that gear looks like it's from '82. But that was that would have been I think that's 1999 or 2000. So he he it was like off the charts. You'd play Aberdeen and you're like, is this seriously the goalie? Like, <laughs> like, man, like, I mean, like stand up goalie, like make like a kick save. Like, so I got in uh, we were in roster in the game before playing Aberdeen. And there's a little bit of, of a scrum at the end of the game. And as soon as there was a scrum, I was like, as a goalie, you never get a chance to fight. And I was like, oh, I'm going for it. So I skated the length of the ice and the other goalie was just standing there and he looks at me and I just dropped my gear. And I, like, I remember at the time, like going through my head, I was like, am I going to get suspended for this? Cause this is a hundred bucks a game and a hundred bucks a game and 99, man, I live for that. And I was like, Oh, I was like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? I was like, I never get a chance to fight. Screw it. I'll, I'll throw a hundred bucks in to fight this guy. So I, and I fight and I get suspended. And then as soon as I look on the thing, I was like, we're playing Aberdeen next. Where is my camcorder? So right there in warm-ups and buddy just and like nobody even well one when they thought it was me and then Holty's like this isn't real like this isn't real and I was like yeah man he goes there's no way he just does this is this warm-up speaking <laughs> oh. of uh goalie tillies did you see that one between Battleford and Turtleford there a couple weeks ago? Did you see that on Twitter? No, I did not. Oh man, I, I I gotta go back and watch it then. And he's in senior. Yeah, I think the goalie for Turtleford got like twelve or fourteen games. Like he fought two guys in the same stoppage. It was bizarre, but. And he had fourteen game suspension. I, it was like ten to fourteen games. Yeah. How it's a it, like did he like, big deal? It's a fight. Even with um two Matt fights Bell. in the same stoppage, I guess for yeah the second one, I guess is where they throw the book at you. <laughs> Oh, no doubt. Like even that Dell who threw the inter- interference thing and like he doesn't get a penalty on the play and they're like, okay, suspend him and all this. I was like, okay, yeah, that sucks that uh, Bradhurst or Bratwurst ever got injured and he can't go to the All-Star game. Yeah, that that sucks. But he's not trying to hurt the guy. He, all he's trying to do is play interference. It's like, oh, that's dirty. He's playing interference. It's like, yeah, well, you play interference all the time, man. Like what? You never knew the guy was going to get clipped and go into the boards weird. I did that every time as a goalie. I would always try to get in the way. And if guys skated this way, uh, I remember getting a spirit because they only had one ref at that time. And I hated this guy off Martinsville Marauders, such a, a turd. I knew he never played any midget AAA or any junior. Just one of these guys that went out and got all the gear when he played senior, like had a lightning bolt on his pants in senior. I was like, okay, buddy, just custom making your pants but the ref was looking in the far corner and he skated this way and as soon as he did i knew he was coming and i speared him and the ref didn't see it turned his head but like, oh! and he put two and two together and i got uh kicked out of that game too in martinsville if you uh <sighs> nowadays as soon as people see anything about to go down everyone's got their phones and shit out right and things are going on social media but if you look back at playing hockey, whether it's midget or senior or anything, is there anything where you look back and like, oh fuck, if if people would have been had cell phones and taped that shit, that would have been uh, like that would have gone viral. Oh, like even, 
like yeah because some things look so ridiculous like and it doesn't like i i was going through those old tapes and i put the one on twitter of uh and literally out of all these tapes I, there's a 10 second clip and in that 10 second clip devin rask i think he ends up getting a scholarship he literally hooks the guy like he's water skiing and there's no penalty and everybody's done water skiing he turns back and he gets and the guy run, another guy runs him and he gets hit the head and you could tell like he's concussed and that was like just on a 10 second clip that we happened to have on film and i was like in 10 seconds we watched a water ski hook to an absolute knockout hit to the head and it was just like and but that was nothing and i remember seeing in one play where were we in warman where there's two knockouts and a hit and you just i thought that was or uh in a shift and you thought it was great guys didn't even there was no such thing as like you know okay just sit on the bench there for a bit and then go back out now, thank God, I guess, in, in that aspect, we're a lot smarter on concussions. But back then, you thought it was hilarious when a guy got knocked out. Not as much nowadays. My boy got knocked out, and it was the worst thing ever as a parent. You just sit your stomach. So I guess you it's were, better that we're not like, we're not as savage as we used to be. You were. Hey, uh, look, look, go back. Let's see that Team Canada shirt. I, got, I think I got that sweater, 1990. The Monday Nooner. We made these shirts. Made. Wag on. Oh, we'll send is... you. Uh, do we have any left or what? Yeah, I got some here. We got you one, buddy. Go has, buddy got me one at Value Village. It's a '91 with a tackle, and he he buys things at Value Village and resells them. Like he's a, this drift guy in PA, great guy. But he bought one. He's like, I'll, I think I'll hold this one. You want it? I was like, Oh, a hundred percent, man. That's unreal. But it's Value Village, so I literally. <laughs> Started trying to cut weight to get into it. It's real tight around the waist. Too. I might have to put a snippet on it. Have it waving. So going back to that that video, and then it, it seems like maybe the odd night you hit the sauce and you start going through the old videos because you back in the day you were camcorder guy. Like, did you just walk around with because you got these at the lake? You know, you're having these drinking contests and all this, and there's always a camcorder around. Nineteen. 19- 90 that's what i got for my grad 1990 i got it uh <laughs> i know the date i got my camcorder it was 1996 and it was pre because i wanted to record things so i used to bring it to every house party too you should have seen the house parties we would record too so it was uh Mar- march 23rd 1996 when i got my camcorder like even my buddy mike was actually he ended up uh he wins a mem cup in portland but he woke up one day and we'd have the camcorder. And then in the morning, we'd put on the camcorder and we'd laugh at all the stuff we did at the party. And he wakes up and he's like, Jesus Christ, what happened to my neck here? And he had like this perfect circle burn on his neck and no idea how it happened. They were watching the old footage and he comes in and someone's got his, their arm on someone else's shoulder and he, he comes in and just gets absolutely sizzled by this cigarette. And he's like, ah, ah, hey, I burnt by the cigarette. They were like, oh. Hey, Zicher, you know where you got that circle bird here? I got it on my camcorder. Um, <laughs> you're, you're still living in Prince Albert. You're back in Prince Albert. You're traveling a lot now, doing a lot of shows. Uh, before we get to the streets of Winnipeg, I have to ask you, I've always thought, as a PA guy... <laughs> oh, my dogs eating wrappers over there. Yeah, go on. As a PA guy, <laughs> what's the craziest PA pen story that you have that you've heard Either somebody's worked there or there was an escape one night or what's, what's the craziest PN, PA pen story? Oh man, I played with all, all pen guards too, but uh, their stories are just, cause they're dealing with such insane guys. Like it's just, 
You're like, who's in there? I know they got some guy named Harvey Anders, who that's just some old tough guy legend. But like, there was the one where uh, there was the riot where guys were getting like trying to get out of it, like getting stacked up to the bars, and guys are getting like just stomped like guys and then they're pulling guys thinking they're dead their heads are just gigantic from getting stomped and, and then they're like taylor man you, and then covid hit they're like you should sign up for the pen i was like i don't think so guys i think i'll sell my house before i go in and see that oh, what were those, what were those another video you had on twitter that was pretty good uh you're in winnipeg for like a week and you come around the corner, and just the garbage. What what was going on there? If people haven't seen it, you got to go check it out. Like what what the hell was going on there? Like just disgusting. But then uh, after, so I tell these guys, like they get to the club, and I go, I saw you on Twitter today, <laughs> and they uh, like people. But then I kind of felt bad and sad because people were like living in the bus, the bus shelters, and then just absolute garbage all over the place. And then like five minutes after that, I was almost going to record someone had their two kids in a toboggan and like left them outside the store. And I was like, someone's probably going to get in trouble if I actually tweet this one. It's probably someone like, okay, I'll be quick in the store. But it just seemed crazy that there was just two kids in it on a, like a little sled on the streets of Portage Avenue in Winnipeg minus 30. But they're bundled up. It's scarves on their face. They're all right. What's your uh, what's your take on the Edmonton Oilers? I know they're winning. They're winning a little bit now, but uh... well, I said at the beginning of the year, and my buddy was in Edmonton, and he he was like, "No, man, I I I like Koskinen. I think he's good." And I said, "I think <laughs> they just drafted a guy because he's tall." I said, "I don't think he gets the job done." And I said this. I said at the beginning, I said they're not going to get anywhere with that. And I like Mike Smith. I think you. He's funny to watch sometimes because he likes playing the pocket. He's kind of old school. So I like old school goalies, but I was like, I don't think this is it. I don't think this is it. And uh, guess what? It's catching up to them. They After they didn't get Markstrom, it would have been nice to see if they could get Flurry or something. But, oh, I don't know. Fantasy Goal world. <laughs> Fantasy world. You're an NHL goalie. Who would, you, who would you really want to play for? And then second part to that is like, you know, would you be like flip, flip the pucks to the kids and warm up kind of guy having fun? Or would you be like winking at the Cougars or what, what would you, because you, we've all, we've all gone through, if we were at an NHL game and you're watching a warm up, been like, Oh, I wish I could be out there. Who would you want to play for? And what kind of, what kind of guy would you be? Oh, I would be a hundred percent. That uh, That's when I wouldn't even want to be a goalie. I'd want to be a forward because a goalie, you got to zone in a little bit more. So I'd want to be a forward and I'd be, I would be with the kids the whole time. I'm so, I remember my first NHL game. I remember like it was yesterday. Like I, I remember like starting to float. Like I was like, I couldn't believe I was seeing Mark Messier and I was like, and seeing Grant fear. I was like, I, I remember the feeling so clear. And then you go down by the glass and the only one that stopped and autographed was Kevin Lowe. And then after that, like that happens. I was, Kevin Lowe was on my radar by about number two, man. Like Charlie Huddy was the only one behind Kevin Lowe. Like I wasn't a huge <laughs> Kevin Lowe guy. <laughs> But ever since then, like you just you start loving it. You're like, oh, well, that's awesome. And then the guys that mess around with uh, the kids, like, because you know it's something so small for them, and then you know that kid's gonna be in it forever. Like that, that never changes. Like Jeremy Roenick, when he talks about getting, was it Gordy Howe throw snow on his head, and he goes for that moment, like that's just you and him have that moment forever. And he's like that that moment. He goes, I remember that like it was yesterday. It's like, oh yeah. So I would, I would 
definitely be a guy who jacks on all the time. I'd probably, it'd probably get to the point where trainers would be like, I know we're an NHL team, but you're actually wrecking our stick budget. Like I'd be passing out twigs all over the place. <laughs> Here's some gloves. Here you go. <laughs> and then where would I want to play? Is that the follow-up? Yeah. Oh, well, well I'd probably go somewhere hot and golf that, I guess. <laughs> Give, give me a Florida or Phoenix. I'll probably go to Phoenix, see Sillinger that might as well. <laughs> see, at least you're honest, right? Like, yeah. And uh, play, play a little bit of golf. Um, so what, what's going on with the shows right now? You're doing, you're doing quite a few of them. Have you changed, changed quite a few things up since, you know, with, with the COVID and everything? Uh, yeah. So I was in Winnipeg, which their club is unreal, but they can only do 50%. And then they had 10, they got a 10 o'clock curfew. So Friday, Saturday, you couldn't do the late show. So, uh, that kind of sucked, but I recorded an album when I was there. I signed with this, um, comedy records. So hopefully they get that album and then we get it out to the States. Then all I want, I just want to get a Juno nominate. No, I want to win a Juno, but I, I take the nomination. So that's what I want. And then uh, still sucking slew water from shows canceling. So this weekend, Friday, I was supposed to be in Rosetown for a sports celebrity dinner. And then Saturday had a corporate gig in Avonlea. Both got canceled. But then as soon as they get canceled, I check the schedule. And my boy plays, uh, my youngest plays Friday night. And then my oldest plays Saturday, Sunday in Yorkton. And then my middle boy doesn't play. So are you kidding? It's like, if I'm going to get canceled and I get a hockey weekend, it's the best. Then I'll be in the pool with the other two, watch the other guy play hockey. But if any COVID happens and his hockey gets canceled this weekend, then that'll be bullshit. I'll be, oh, fuck, I'll be mad. Because it's like, I don't get enough days off to watch hockey. So if I, I could lose thousands of dollars in a weekend, if I get a weekend to hockey, I'm good. So it's like, it's good that way. Hey, man, as long as I don't go even if I lose the house, whatever, more hockey to watch, but, <laughs> but just don't let, but don't double down. Don't, don't lose my gig and then COVID wreck hockey. So that's what I, that's what I get worried about. So do you got it? Do you have a lot of openings like this spring and stuff? Like in case people are like, Hey, we should maybe look into bringing that guy around or, you know, we should look into getting Kelly Taylor. Are you pretty open? Like looking like April, May, June kind of stuff. Be, yeah, more open than usual for sure because people are so hesitant. Like it's been a million book a show, rebook, cancel this, and I'm actually very paranoid because I was for how scatterbrained I am and I'm computer illiterate. I had like I was always paranoid about missing a show or something. I'd have this, but I've had so many shows. This is going. This is canceled. This is in out. I'm gonna end up missing a show somewhere. I'm gonna get a call like, "Where are you?" I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in the wrong city right now." So that's that's my paranoia right now oh did you get a new truck <laughs> no man are you kidding i got that still running that that thing sleeps inside in the shop my buddy's like we were there fixing the quad and he's like are you serious and it's all rust anyways i'm like oh no man now that i got this thing this baby sleeps inside <laughs> 35 degrees driving from Prince Albert to Regina, no air conditioning last year. Oh my God. So oh, I took that phone call and I was, it was like, I had to roll up the window and it was like instant sweat. Just like, it was like that, air, that old airplane movie where they're sweating. It was like a waterfall. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for joining us tonight on, uh, on show a hundred. So one fifty, we're going to have to get you back. Hopefully it's not quad night. 
Oh yeah. Thank well, yeah, thanks for having me, man. Like when you have someone coming up when you know nothing about quads or, or someone's helping you fix something and you don't know anything, it's hard to be like, hey man, do you mind just doing this while I go inside? <laughs> <laughs> so a shout out to Jason Howell, Tatter Howell's uh that uh, oh, awesome, awesome guy. And it's his second time coming up. So he originally fixed it. And then had or fixed it. And then I needed a part, came back out. So that was the second time. And then he texted me out of the blue. He's like, hey, man, how's it running? I was like, actually, it's overheating now and it's stalling. <laughs> so something was in the carburetor. He got that out. And then uh, I hit a snowbank too hard and my plow <laughs> went through my radiator. So that's where I am with that. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tails. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, boys. All the best. I can't wait. I can't wait for 150. Interview wrap up. Yeah, we got him again. <laughs> Twirl one, twirl fifty, twirl one hundred. Kelly Taylor, guy's an absolute. Could talk to him about nothing, forever. Just uh, and he just makes it funny. He's funny. Yeah, he's uh, our interview wrap up this week for twenty twenty. Geo Maddox. I had something I was going to say about uh, what did he send us? Didn't he text us something? You're breaking. Or did up. I make that up? No, he did text us something, but I think he wanted us to talk about it um, possibly next show. But for right now. If you need any land chopped up, you call 2020 Geomatics, Malcolm Vanstone and the fellas and the ladies over there. Get you all taken care of. That's what they do. Get a crew on that bus to Belcaris that's still supposed to be going. Uh, what is that? This next weekend? Yeah. yeah Drake at Belcaris. Drake what do we got? Game number getting, two. About six seats left? Seven yeah, seats? Six, left? eight seats left. Something like that. Then hopefully, Not many uh, at all. Yeah. Going quick. So let's, uh, we got to get those filled up. So if anybody's listening to this, you want to come hop on with the Nooner boys, we'll be taking, punching your ticket at the front there and uh, yeah, free beers and have, have a good time. Watch a little hockey. There you go. Let's get into the second interview. Let's give this one to our friends from Great Western Brewing. Need a beer deal. 016 lights, classics. It's my favorite. Don't, don't sleep on the brew house ultras. Everyone that's maybe drank too much over the last little bit here. Remember those uh, low carb beers and they taste like beer. They're really good. So our friends, Great Western Brewing, local, everything brewed right in Saskatoon using local products. Second guest ever, former Pittsburgh Penguin, Toronto Maple Leaf, Montreal Canadian, Zone G Red Wing from Saskatoon. All around awesome Sasky gentleman. Talk to him again here. And we'd, we, I like Shane, how we just get right into this. Yeah. It's like we just flipped on the Zoom and did, we, we, this is unedited. Like this is just. Talking to Colby Armstrong. This is the kind of guy he is. Here he is, Colby Armstrong. How the heck are you doing? Good, buddy. I'm just uh, actually the last, not the last Penguins game, the two prior to that, I got called up from the broadcaster taxi squad to uh, do a couple games on radio doing color. So I'd never done that before. It was it was sick experience. And, and I just got called this morning again. I'm back out of the, out of the pen, man. They got me back in there. So it's hard. Pretty, it's hard. Yeah. It's like, uh, I found it to be like awesome. Cause you're like part of the game, but like, it, yeah. it's, it's like, it's on radio, of course. So it's, it's, it's much more like painting a descriptive picture of like your, what you're seeing. So it's different than TV for sure, where you can kind of just like slough off some of the stuff that anyone can see. Where you have to like actually explain where it is on the ice and how it's taken place and what the players' actions are on defense or offense, whatever play, you know. So it's you have to get in and out. You have to be super descriptive and use like way more words, but it's like very challenging, you know. So it's it's been it was really cool. 
Yeah, when Forbesy comes to town with the hurricane, Lethbridge Hurricanes, when he comes to Regina, I go up yeah. and color with him. And I find myself like <laughs> yeah. wa- just watching the game. And he's yeah. like, there's this pause. You're like, oh my God, I got to yeah. say something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So a few times it happened to me, like when it goes to commercial break, but you get caught up in the game. Yeah. Or like what, something that happened. And then we have like a monitor beside us where I'm like watching the replay and I'm like explaining it. And I look over and the play-by-play guy's like staring at me and I look down and the red lights on. I'm like, the shovelers are out shoveling. I'm like, holy shit, I just talked my way through this entire intervention, <laughs> through this entire commercial break, man. Like, hit, punch me in the back. I'm like, you get in a trance, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny, Colby, that you mentioned that because we just called, we got uh, coaxed in, kind of our own doing, into calling a senior hockey game in, uh, in Lumsden, Saskatchewan on Access 7. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But... I've only called one hockey game in my life. It was like 24 years ago. It was hard. So the first period, you like you said, on TV, at least you kind of, people are watching. You don't have to paint the yeah. picture as much. But there's no name bars. We're looking through a net. And I got the call. <laughs> yeah. So then... So I'm calling, I'm like, oh, and here Sticker comes guy. Our, here comes Black Helmet guy. He's the only guy that's got the black. <laughs> I love that. That's so perfect for senior. And you guys are right on brand for being able to do that. I think people probably loved it. I, I actually got a little bit of practice myself in your story about that. My uh, my son's team, they're 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 2010 born, they're 11 years old, but the dads get, you know, talky dads are they get all crazy. And now every team, like you know, they have a guy with an iPad or somebody videotaping it. So they have like footage of the game. They can do video, whatever they started doing like play by play. So I started doing color with this dad. That's actually sick at play by play. And they started their own YouTube channel. It's called cinnamon swirl TV. And um, it's actually, like you said, it's so, it was so fun. It's so fun to do. And it's like real, they do like a real, they have like the score up the whole deal on this YouTube channel. And so I got a little bit of practice before I got in there, but I, I, I've got it. Next time you guys do that, you got to message me. I'd love to stream it or something somehow and listen to you goofballs go at it. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have some highlights, but like Shane said, like the one guy still had his university of Regina Cougar stickers. on his I'm like <laughs> that guy wants everybody to know that he played. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, he's, it's like in Germany when you're the leading scorer and you wear like a gold helmet and, and it's different than everyone else's. It's like, yeah, yeah, I have like, I have a hockey DB page guys. <laughs> or, uh, or back, uh, back summer hockey at the old, uh, Gemini there, the guy that would come with the full shells and all the gear and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One time when I went home in the summer or in the, I went home for Christmas break. And I was playing in Wilkes-Barre at the time and I wore all my dad's old equipment and it's like the worst equipment you'd ever seen. And so I totally blended in as like this brutal bender with my equipment from like the seventies and like zero protection in the hockey pants, like the worst shin pads you've ever seen gloves, like the old, like Gretzky gloves up to the <laughs> elbow, you know, like the old style ones. What, uh, what kind of it bucket, was awesome. What kind of bucket did Wayner have? I don't know. He had, he actually had one of those uh, old Jofa like Gretzky ones too. I don't, I don't think I wore that one. Cause I don't think you're allowed to in, in, in the, in the senior or beer league, whatever you call it for that, because <laughs> you have to have like stickers on your helmet that are like approved, right? You got to get yeah. the approved stickers. So that one's not approved, but I pulled it off. I think I had 10 points that game too. It was hilarious. <laughs> what <did laughs> it's you, like, the what'd you use for a twig? I don't know. I think I had some old twigs laying around in the in the garage still that my dad always kind of had. So I had to look like, like a normal stick at the time. 
which wasn't far off the one I used from like literally being a wood stick. I, 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 I had bad, I used bad sticks in the day. Rad, the red laminated Titans. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Barney knows where all, we used to go buy all our old sticks at. It's Schmeraldo's. You know, you get into like the, you know, A1 sports and the discount bin. You get like, you know, all the kids are on the rack getting six sticks. And my dad's like, pick a $5 one out of that bin over there. And they're all stacked in there <laughs> on 8th Street. Or you got to go cut a deal at Schmeraldo's to get a, an awesome twig. I got to, uh, what do we have? The Chimo? Remember Chimo? Yeah. Chimo twigs. Like I, I, I eventually went towards the branches stick just because like, I don't know, like they were cheaper than the regular sticks, but they were kind of cool at the same time. So it was like my own thing, but I know a few guys, I tried to stay away from Chimo. We, uh, we, we talk about quite a bit here and I don't know, you know, if you will remember this, but Hunter's trailer and Marine in North Battleford used to have this midnight yeah. madness and people used to go up there and get hockey sticks for like 99 cents. It was like the Christian, like it was like about yeah. 99, right? Yeah. And then I remember when branches came out too. the kids that had branches, it was like, it was unique. It was unique. And it was like, uh, it was like polyurethane, yeah. like smooth. Like it looked like a piece of wood, but it, like a shiniest piece of wood ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was unique. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But yeah, the boys that use, uh, the, everyone that used Christian hockey sticks in like road hockey, they always had like the strings piling off the bottom. Remember the strings that were in the blade? Absolutely. And there's like, little black strings you had to get in there and snip them off yeah, yeah when you got it down to the pencil when you got the blade to like a sick yeah. pencil blade you could actually just take ripper slappers with a tennis ball we called that a pick on the west side with the tennis. oh yeah you, you oh into- buddy yeah like a grim reaper pick absolutely <laughs> we get into the uh maybe a guy got into the bar k shinny league with a pick and that spongy was just <laughs> bust it was, it was- you could blast it <laughs> hey what uh speaking of your dad we had uh Riley, I heard Riles a few episodes ago. What do you remember about the Riley Munn story? I actually don't remember lots. So listening to it was, uh, I was like, oh man, this is so on par. But it brought back stories of me with my dad, another dad story, because I was I was skinny, I was underweight, and I was small. You know, everyone was huge in the Western League at the time. So when I went to Red Deer camp, another sick move by Wayne Armstrong is he's a welder, so he melted down these lead plates. I don't know if I shared it with you, but before, but he, I was laying in the back of a truck in the parking lot at the arena in Red Deer going into camp because they said they needed me to put on weight from the year before. So I, 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 they taped these lead weights the inside of my thighs, and I went in and weighed in. I was 10 pounds heavier, and they were, like, thrilled about it. So, yeah, all the tricks were – Wayner brought out all the tricks back in the day. He's a beauty. Yeah, it, it worked. Oh, my God. Got, got him again. Yeah, he got him again. Just don't take your shirt off, whatever you do. In the dressing room, <laughs> <Colby>. <laughs> or don't sit down with two lead plates taped between your legs either. That's a, uh, that, that is so good. Uh, so you're, and the other thing your brother talked about it. And when we had you on, like, it seems like so long ago, Yeah. the, the six in the morning figure skating to Martinsville, yeah. like what was mom yeah. thinking? Like that is a battle. Yeah. It's a battle. Yeah. My mom, co-taught figure skating when we were much younger in Humboldt too. So she would drive to like Humboldt every day from Saskatoon. And it's, it's not like that far, but it's like far enough where you're like, damn, this is like a grind every day. So she did that. And then, yeah, then she taught in Martinsville, which of course is much closer and better, but we used to go out there all the time. And you know, that rink, it's like, it's cold. Like that rink is like pretty cold. And 
we'd go out there all the time to skate and figure skate and play hockey. So we were, we were out in Martinsville quite a bit. How good was Riley as a figure skater? Riles was, he was like a hulking hockey player skater. So not like, a, a, he's like a bull in a china shop type of guy when he played. Like there wasn't too much like thinking or finesse out of situations. And he, he kind of figure skated a little bit the same way, but he's strong. Like he was strong on his skates. Like, like he could land stuff. He, he started doing really, really well, I guess, like with a lot of like the things you had to perform at certain, you know, levels, he could do doubles and all this stuff. And he was doing, he was doing fairly well. So he was pretty successful in the, on the, you know, the boys and men's circuit kicking around at the time you know you go into competitions and there's like of course there's like you know of your age group it might have been him and another boy in the whole saskatoon figure skating club and it's like that everywhere so you know the competition is you know you always make team saskatchewan if you're if you're decent so i got to do that too but riles was much better than me he he was good what do you remember because the, the one thing in that story that just baffled me was he he packed it in like peewee hockey to, to figure skate. Like, do you remember when he, when he said, I'm done playing hockey? Well, I just think he took figure skating a lot more serious at the time, just because he would, he was making like tier two and like, you know, it wasn't as serious for him. And I think he's having a hard time, like kind of, you know, getting in there in the tier one ranks a little bit for hockey. So it was just a little bit more, I think challenging and where figure skating, he was like doing fair, like he was doing pretty good at the time. So it kind of, I think piqued his interest for success. Yeah. at the time a little bit more and yeah and and i don't know he was on the ice quite a bit so it worked out for him actually in the long run i think you guys you guys were a big rollerblading family like you loved oh, the rollerblades yeah. didn't you buddy i would i would rollerblade to work at dutch growers when i had in high school i would rollerblade take my dog for a walk i would rollerblade like i would rollerblade to my friend's house I would rollerblade everywhere to the point where I actually, you know how you wear the wheels out. And instead of my mom buying like new rollerblades, cause my rollerblades had like the, you know, they weren't like lace them up hockey rollerblades. They were like the ones with like the, the ski boot jacks yeah, on them. Like yeah. you got to pound it in and snap it back. Those crappy ones. <laughs> and she went and got me, I wanted new rollerblades so bad. The wheels were wore out. She just took me and bought me new wheels. <laughs> I didn't even know what the hell. So I had to put all these ball bearings and everything together. Like that was when like inline skates were like fairly new on the scene. But um, <laughs> yeah, we rollerbladed a ton, man. Like I love rollerblading. It was, it was, if I wasn't on the ice, I was on my rollerblades. Can we, can we, can we talk about the, uh, the funny, the, the Colby ransom? I made that, that uh, logo a couple of years ago. You get me in touch with Whitney from uh, oh yeah from chicklets and he's like absolutely i'll come on if you get Did he go colby. on no if he's like, if you get colby on so he's really <laughs> he's really and then biz and then biz picked up on it as well and he's like all right well i'll follow suit we're i'm not on unless colby's on so and Bel then you got the beauty shout out by them too i believe where they forgot your name right but they knew it was from you guys and that wit was like racking his brain as you guys were, you know, in the, you know, the early stages of, yeah. uh, of, of this wildly successful show, um, <laughs> get a little shout out from, you know, one of the bigger hockey podcasts or sports podcasts is pretty cool. But yeah, the ransom, I, I somehow got intertwined, like entangled yeah. with your shenanigans as you were trying to obviously get good guests on the show and get them, they're entertaining <laughs> guys and well-known. I got you know, twist it up in the negotiation for this to go down. So I don't know, maybe I'll pull through for you guys here one of these days. 
Well, Shank, I was thinking we should flip this. If Witter comes on our show, then Colby goes on his show. Do a little bit of a, bit of a flip-flop Bait here. and switch. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah, there. That's smart, actually. That's... That's a good way to flip it. Is, has, let's get paid. Let's get paid up front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The old, exactly. That's the old plumber. That's the old plumber talking right there. That's right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 90, 90 days to pay ain't, ain't happening here. What is, do you, do you remember Wit being like such a hardcore negotiator with anything? Like, uh, no, I'm surprised that he's stuck, you know, dug his heels in. What has he got? Two kids. He's not on national TV. He just does his podcast. He's just chilling. And then he he slaps like an unbelievable negotiation tactic on you boys. Good sass. Shano has an absolute pipe wrench of a of a mustache, too. Speaking of the plumber, but unbelievable <laughs> legendary stuff right there. Uh, that's awesome. Hey, what one guy I want to ask you about and how maybe like when when you first started working with him with Sportsnet. And now where he is, like, two years later, Kevin Bieksa, man, that guy, yeah. he's so good at what he does. Yeah. And, like, you know, what, what kind of guy is is he like? Do you remember, like, did you play against him much? Well, playing against him, he always came across as, like, super cocky and, like, <laughs> like, like arrogant. Like he, And plus, he's tough, too. Like, he can chuck him. So, you know, he has this definite swagger to him that, like, you know, you kind of want to, like, punch him but then you're like oh crap he's tough too but so he has a way about himself for sure and um i think you know beyond like his playing career and you know what he what he was able to do through his career and how big of a presence he was more often than not in games and with his play um he's he's really smart uh he's a good talker he's got you know opinions he's not like afraid to like ruffle some feathers a little bit if he has to uh, and he has like a really good eye for the game too and breakdowns and things that he sees, whether it's face-offs to different set plays or other things. So, and, and I think the confidence thing has, has a big thing to do with it as well. And, and he carries himself very well. So he's been, yeah, you know, really successful and, you know, landing on the map and jumping right into Hockey Night in Canada and sitting next to Ron and not afraid to, you know, yeah. go after a few guys here and there on set, which I think is, you know, entertaining as well. So he's, I got the chance too to like go for drinks with him or, or have a bite to eat and hang out with him and uh, a great guy. And then was later introduced to his his buddy Ryan Kessler as well, who probably would have kind of the similar reputation as him, uh, and found to enjoy him a lot. And he took good care of me in doing a show with him. So yeah. yeah, he's he's been incredible. He's been a you know a big success and a big personality and. Uh, I think uh, wildly successful in, in what he's able to do on TV for sure. Hey, what are you expecting uh, from the Olympics? Like things just kind of went oh. total 180, right? Like everyone's so jacked yeah. about the NHL players. And then not, you know, no disrespect to the, the roster came out yesterday for Canada, but, you know, it's going to be really interesting. What are you, uh, what are you thinking about the old Olympics this year? Yeah. I mean, what is it? The last Olympics too. It's like, okay. Like I, trying to look at the roster and see if I, Oh, I know, I know Cracknell. I'm happy for Cracknell. Good dude. Um, I think he's from like the Kootenai area and uh, playing with the Oilers and their farm team system, but like kind of like a, a journeyman guy. He went over to Europe and then came back and found his way back here with the Oilers. Uh, he may be the only guy that I think I know on that roster. So, you know, I'm cheering for these guys. They've got a great opportunity to go to the Olympics. I think it's a once in a lifetime thing. And, you know, obviously the rug was pulled out from, you know, with the situation with the NHL guys, which I think we all would rather watch 
Like, are like, what time would the games be at? What, like, they're in China. What is that? Three a.m. or something? Like, it, it I could be, see yeah, myself early morning. Yeah, like I could see myself getting up for the <laughs> NHL stuff, boys. But I don't know if I'm going to find myself scrambling to the TV to watch these games. To be honest with you, just because you know it's just different. It's different without the big stars in the game. It, uh, of course, I'll be pulling for them. Yeah, of course, though. It's, yeah, yeah. Setting the alarm for four a.m. Remember that first, <laughs> yeah. that first time they went over to Nagano, right? Like yeah. the games were were so early. I, I legit remember like coming home from the pad or bridges or wherever and being like, "Well, we might as well stay up and grab a Mr. Yeah. Sub and watch the game." Was that the shootout game with Hasek? Yeah. yeah. So my mom woke me up in the middle of the night to come or whenever time that was to come and watch the shootout because I like I was asleep, you know, like. Who goes to sleep in the gold medal game? But uh, like yeah, semi or quarter quarter final game, yeah. And quarter final, sure. Mom was probably making a coffee, getting ready to go to Humboldt anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Grind the highway so, out. Yeah. So hey, we've uh, you know you are our second guest. We we hit a hundred episodes, which we totally is is wild. And I know, uh, you know, you gave us uh, a few minutes here today to come back on. We also have Kelly Taylor, who was our first guest. Yeah, he's he's, awesome. Isn't he? (laughs) Yeah, he's the best. He's the best. So uh, good first guest, and I'm proud to follow it up on guest number two. Congrats on 100 100 shows. Uh, I listen to it, and I love all the sponsorship shout-outs, all the small-town Sasky stuff. I love the senior hockey chatter. I'm sure people love it as well. Um, and congrats obviously on all the success and, and followers you guys have picked up along the way. And, uh, I think the next hundred will be even better. Right on. Thanks. Buddy. Thanks Colby. Hey. Way to go boys. There it is. Colby Armstrong, second guest, absolute Sasky gentleman. Like I said, fantastic guy. Thanks again, Colby for coming on. Got to get his dad on at some point. Wainer. And no, no, I didn't. I haven't heard that interview, but yeah, his mom, right? Rosemary, is that her name? <laughs> yeah, Rosie. <laughs> she's a weapon. She's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. she's next. Wainer's fourth on the list of Armstrongs. <laughs> Wainer, the welder, takes a, taking a seat to fourth. Uh, what's next, boys? Do you guys do you want to do the tirade uh, or do we want to get into uh, senior hockey soiree? I got a little <laughs> tirade. I can get that out. Do you the tirade. tirade. All right, let's get into the tirade. You know, it's always brought to you by High Tech Profiles. Your uh, custom custom steel processing specialist in Saskatoon or Regina. They can do anything with anything steel, stainless, anything they can get her done. It's pretty, uh, pretty fantastic time for the tirade collectible winter wheat growing segment of the show. And uh, Shink, you're back up. You told me this week. Speaking of that winter wheat thing, I had a guy text me today. He's like, I grew up in a hamlet of 250 people, Farmingtown. I had no idea what winter wheat was. We were it's they don't grow it everywhere for one. Secondly, that guy came at us like you. I feel like we were pretty spot on with it. Like we didn't okay. totally butcher it. And you were 20 bushels off of the total that was stolen. And he came at you for that too. I'm like, I totally missed that. So I yeah, he was, he wasn't being mean or anything, but he's like, come on boys. This is easy. And yeah, yeah. So the Saskatchewan podcast for fun. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't freaking CNN or the New York. Times. Wow. <laughs> We're not Kevin Hirsch or the Western producer, for God's sake. She get that guy to do as a liner. Nice voice. Nice good pipes on old Kevin. Anyway, quick. Not Glenda Lee Allen from the Swift Current Radio Egg Sector. Jason Lee. CJ Dummy, you know. Um, oh, funny story. Have I told this story before? Which one? Glenda Lee Allen. You guys know who that is? Absolutely. I'm Glenda Lee Allen from CK, CJSW or whatever, Swift Current. 
<laughs> she got the body of the report is coming. Down. I had worked in Swift Current, and pe- she got married, and her new maiden name is Vosler. <laughs> so people are asking my parents if I married Glendalee because <laughs> she changed her name to Glendalee Vosler. Anyway, classic. Uh, good stuff. Can't Most people will be like, "What do you just?" Yeah, it's a, we all get it. Classic um, Nooner. Okay. Tirade. Fuck, I got two of them here. I'm going to take this one. I'm not going to say what city this minor hockey organization is from. Why in the F would you give teams 14 kids? 14. That is such a bad number. One goalie. Okay. So now you got three lines. 4D, right? 13. Perfect. No, they go 14 is the number. So now you got five lines or five D men, or you got like, it's just as pisses me off. So I was talking to a bunch of parents this weekend and I guess it's a, it's a really, it's a hot topic. Like, why would they do that? But I'm not going to say the city, but 14 furious about it. And a lot of parents are too. 14 kids. Common sense should prevail. Should yeah. like Lumsden. We play Lumsden. They have like 10 and they're all good. Right. So then of course they're going to be better. It's like when you Perfect. go play flag football and only six kids show up, but they're the six, you know, weapons. They're better. Anyway, there's my tirade. Not super angry, but kind of confused. Tirade season. It is tirade season. High tech. High tech profiles. I was wearing their mask today. A guy said, oh, high tech. I said, yeah. Custom metal fabrication. No belt. Right? Yep. Steel Two belt blazer. Belt. Bunch of other things. 24 and hours a day, seven days a week. They serve uh, Western Canada and the northern U.S. Saskatoon and Regina locations. Hey, I want to bring something up. I just poured a whiskey here. Uh, I mentioned this last week. This red wine finished whiskey from Last Mountain. I hadn't had it until last week. I'm just about done my second bottle. I'm, and then that doesn't count the, the other ones we had that other day when we did that other project. So uh, you've been like, buzzing. Usually it's like, go grab a glass of water. Lately, it's like, grab a shot of whiskey. It's awesome. It's awesome whiskey. Shout out to old Rayway and the folks out at Lumsden. I didn't know his name, Braden, our buddy. Rayway. Did you guys know this is his last name? Not till the, uh, not till the weekend there. Yeah, no, I didn't. It was reweight, but uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Last Mountain. I'm having another single cast hockey soiree for sport clips in Regina and Saskatoon. Your first uh, buzz is always free. Tell them the Monday Nooner guys sent you and get things cleaned up. Nice location to get a haircut, no doubt about it. Uh, can we get into Player of the Week honorable mentions? We got we got to get some tarp. We got to get some tarps out. There's no no way. I'm behind it. too. I got a guy in uh, Redverse. If you're listening, I'm still going to get you your tarp. The Tendy haven't been out that way in a while. Redverse Rockets goalie. Apologies, Kenton Dooley. We still owe you one. But uh, yeah. And I got to get the. Uh, I'll take the Lumsden one here uh, when I head out there for a little little twirl for the sun. There, I'll take the uh, one out and give it to old Brandon Rayway. Give it to Liam Brandon. You guys have honorable mentions? Well, uh, we have that Zach Zodor- 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 Zodor-
Zadarozniak. Can I buy a vowel? Zadarozniak. The Z. The Z, man. Uh, Four assists versus Winyard. Four goals, two assists versus Watras. Ten-point weekend. Justin Boyer was lighting it up again. Uh, Guy just loves to... Loves to buy the boys' rounds. Uh, Caleb Bullich. So, Foam Lake. Like, they had, a, they had a lot of guys lighting the lamp. Competition needs to step up there. So, those those boys from Foam Lake are honorable mentions this week. I got a couple from uh, the Sask West. They do a great job. They even CC me on the email they send out, so it makes it easy to plug it on the show. Their player of the week was Brett Matlock. Brought him up a couple times, goalie and bigger. He let in like six goals, but I guess this guy's just been awesome in a lot of these games. He's logged every minute in the Nats net this season. Every single game he's uh, played, which is rare with work and other commitments and stuff. So he was their player of the week. Runner-up was Jordan Braid. It's a great name. He had a uh, nine-point weekend. Very impressive for Hafford. And Jeremy Boyer, five points. Five points in a 6-4 win over Wilkie. So they they beat the top 10 outlaws. 6-4, he had five points. Jeremy Boyer. Another Boyer honorable mention. Ken, I got one more honorable mention, boys. Hanley Huskies. uh, Josh Anderson. Friday night, one goal, six assists, 12-5 win. 12-5. And then the game winner Saturday afternoon in our 3-2 win against Tisdale. Eight points. Two huge dubs for the uh, Hanley boys. So very close, Josh. Almost, almost. Maybe at the end of the year, if there's an extra one, we'll give it to Josh because we love the boys in Hanley and the stop there with the free bread. Or they used to have free bread. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you feel up. You, we, we're going to give it to a guy in the game that we called, right? Are yeah, we- our TV game, we kind of got a little uh, in one and, and we said that this guy was going to be our player of the week on the show while we were on air. So we kind of have to live up to that. Dean Blathen, I think is his name. Blathen? Brothen. <laughs> Can't even get his name. He's the goalie for the Belcaris Bronx. He used to play in Raymore. Um, Dave Spooner went down with an injury in that game in the first period, maybe halfway through. Dino stepped in. What did he have? Probably close to 30 saves. Unreal. He was did unreal. He, did he let in any goals? No. No, I don't he, think he did. He knew he, he was one, on no, TV. No, they didn't. He told me after. That he went to McDonald's that afternoon, had some McGrub, <laughs> didn't think he was playing, gets put in and uh, shuts the door on TV, player of the week. You, if you guys are going to watch that game too, you're going to see how awesome he plays. It's a good hockey game, even though it was a good game. Lumsden kind of takes it on the chin. But the save that Spooner makes when he when he gets injured, oh, what a know. sick save. So yeah, Dean Brothen, good job. Got a tarp. Thanks to everyone who sent us in uh, honorable mentions as well senior hockey show coming up tomorrow don't forget like shane said the senior hockey bus the nooner bus going to balcaris for game two against the uh, drake canucks come on the bus and jap with the boys it'd be fun great western sponsoring some uh a few refreshments maybe some uh, small bags of potato chips we'll buy for people so they get fucking hungry leftover halloween candy doritos small lays ketchup ones <laughs> tune in tomorrow folks because I think six or seven of the top 10 teams lost from last week, this past week. So major shuffle shuffle up on uh, the top 10 tune in tomorrow for that one. And it'll be good. Yeah. We can't, uh, and we can't forget the player of the week 
was for Richie Brothers Auctioneers. Uh, we're not really auction season, but people are getting ready for auction season. And there's the big one down in Torquay that went on this week. But yeah, Richie Brothers Auctioneers, thanks to them. Always sponsoring senior hockey, everything we do. What do you guys got going on down there, Buzz? Anything at Richie Bros? It's always auction season. Well, like Barry said, it's not really peak auction season, but I guess, yeah, whether it's land, equipment, whatever, not too big or too small. Rob Donald, take a drink. Me talking about RBA again. Let's move on to uh, take a seat. Take a seat, son. I'll fire one up here, fellas. I'm going to take some heat for this one, but I don't even really care. You know, you hear the old Hodgeville Huskies chirping quite a bit. They think they're going to be in one. They think they're going to be tough and intimidate teams. They lost 11-4 to Team Moosejaw this weekend. So kind of got put in their, uh, in the place a little bit. So uh, yeah, we'll take a seat to old Hodgeville, the old alumni. You're telling your alma mater to take a seat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm in one. Ballsy move. Take a seat, son. I got, uh, I got two. First one. If you're all out there and you see this guy, push him from behind right into the glass. Stand up to get on camera guy at pro sporting pro hockey games. <laughs> got it stands up like way down below and then like, bang, like hey, look. Yeah. Someone, I just want to see someone rifle that guy into the glass. <laughs> you're such a loser. Who cares? What, what actually, what comes of that? Hey, did you see me? Hey, you look like an idiot. Ooh, who's the winner in this? <laughs> look like you're out planting winter wheat. Don't know what you're doing. So stupid. Take a seat. Second one. I'm sick of, uh, cause hopefully going there next month. I'm sick, uh, sick of a uh, Mexico scare people. They're back out. They're in full force. Ooh, you know what's happening? And people are getting like, you got to get tested and they're keeping you there and all. I'm just like, oh, yeah, well, that sucks. Okay. and then it's just like, and then there was like three killings like last week in Cancun or wherever. And it's like, yeah, well, you know what? I don't do drugs. So I'm probably going to be okay. Cause I don't get going rowdy and then that's usually how it happens. So don't do drugs. I bought into that stock in the eighties when they said it. So I don't, there's my take a seat. Mexico scare people. Take a seat, son. You got any boss? A lot of bouncing balls there. I know. Not really. That's hard to follow up. Although uh, I saw something really funny that I'm just going to read off. It's not really take a seat, but I saw Delta airlines tweeted name a city that changed your life. And the first guy that commented Wuhan, <laughs> 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 not really a take a seat but i was like oh that's good didn't see that one coming did you delta i got one more and this one was a write-in from upstairs in my own home mrs maggie belter told uh, actually boz to take a seat because she really wants him to get married so she can go to a uh, wedding dance me and me wouldn't and she miss, be my flower girl miss me and mrs b are, uh, are a little too old uh most of our friends are married already so she's uh Latching on to the boss man and told him to take a seat, get married already. She wants to go to a wedding. She'd never been to a wedding? No. Well, I think she did when she was really little, but she doesn't remember. She was like maybe three. Be the last kind of funny Kindop didn't invite her, but. Uh... No, no Kindops was a kid-free, kid-free wedding. Well, typical Kinder, right? Yeah, he hates kids. Hates kids. So this is, uh, yeah. Mrs. B and Shane are actually key at my wedding because they brought us two bags full of, uh, mcdonald's cheeseburgers when we were having our pictures because they were taking so long we were starving yeah. so they drove us <laughs> yeah funny uh, and trisha i wasn't there but i saw the suit suit that belter wore on sunday he put it back on for the first time <laughs> uh, a little bit wider in the too many mcdonald's cheeseburgers <laughs> since that night 100 uh, 100 episodes pretty cool
Well, hey, right, hey, take a seat, Rusty Shovel. That's who, oh, yeah. that's who that's brought to you by. Frick, we'd never hear the end of that. We didn't tell everybody that Sean Stefan, that absolute weapon you from got, the show. We seen him this weekend. We he, seen him at the game. He got uh, he got so many mentions uh, during the hockey game. He did. That, that he doesn't need one. We got a few in the uh, in the old hopper or whatever they call it. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's all you're getting. GB Construction, thanks so much for all the gear. We love Al Batters and everyone out there. We got some new stuff coming uh, coming out here soon too. Maybe uh, right in time for spring. Spring, we need some new helmets. Right after winter weed season. Okay, <laughs> bring we red hard last week. Feed Jake went over really well. It did. I'm gonna go and. Did you see that guy who requested one on Twitter? Yeah, but. It- I don't take requests. Did you know what that was? I didn't even hear that. No, I didn't actually. Maybe Ted. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the message. Anyway, uh, you're looking for the guy between uh, six and 10. He does the all request show. Yeah. Um, Apple music, it's, bud. It's uh, everybody knows this one song from this band. Cause it is just one of the all time classics when you need to get a party going. Give us a hint. You fire it up. Uh, 1985 rock. Not hard rock. Yeah, I, I play it all the time. If you guys have ever, I don't know, maybe you haven't drank with me. Rock set. No, close though. Rock set was a little bit later than 85. The Northern Pikes. She ain't pretty. She just looks that way. <laughs> the outfield, your love. But I, I am not. I don't want that one though. I want their just their 1A. We're going to go out with the outfield. It's called Say It Isn't So. Deep cut. Later. Have a good week. I'm staring.